Hey family, welcome to Your Thought Life Podcast. I am your host, Michael Anderson. If you haven't already, do subscribe and follow the podcast so you don't miss any of the episodes that are released on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. And if you're on a platform that supports it, consider leaving us a rating and a review. We most certainly appreciate your support of the show. Breaking negative cycles is our topic for today. Negative thoughts and thinking patterns can quickly turn into a self-fulfilling prophecy. I know that because science has shared with us that we are or we become what we think about. What we think about can sometimes lead us down pathways that spiral out of control and include low-level vibrations like full-blown negativity, apathy, depression, and anxiety. All of these things have the wherewithal to create mental health problems. When you're faced with mental health issues and you're already revolving around a negative set of cycles that you can't break. It can make us feel as though we don't have any hope. All of our dreams and goals and aspirations should literally just be abandoned because this cycle and these accompanying emotions or feelings, they just have such a stronghold on us that we can't break through. We get our first set of negative cycles from our parents. You'll see this take place generation to generation sometime where the mother behaves a certain way. Her daughter picks up those traits, characteristics, and mannerisms. You'll hear people say, she's just like her mother. The same thing holds true for the son and the dad. When these things are playing out, we don't have any awareness that this is going on underneath our primary consciousness. Today, what we're going to do is take a look at how we form or create these negative cycles, the impact that it has on us and what we can do to break these negative cycles. There's effectively four things that subconsciously are taking place that helps us to create these negative cycles. Remember, when you have a cycle of this sort, this is a pattern of behavior that you have repeated for a significant amount of time. I like to always share with the audience that Anything we repetition in to our being, we have to repetition out of our being. Number one, personalizing. This is essentially when we say, it's not you, it's me. And that becomes our mantra. Whenever something bad occurs, we automatically blame ourselves no matter what. Number two is filtering. When we magnify the negative aspects 
of any given situation and filter out all of the positive elements. Number three, catastrophizing. This is when we automatically anticipate the worst. We don't have any of the facts. We may have just seen some very small snippets since it's out of our wheelhouse, our comfort zone, the place in which we have the greatest amount of certainty and our capability. This thing plays out automatically. And number four is polarizing. This is when we see things only either as good or bad. There's no middle ground. It's the feeling that you have to be perfect. If you're not, you're a total failure. I want you to remember these because, again, these are playing out subconscious, below the conscious, and your subconscious, and you automatically do these things if you're in one of these so-called negative cycles. Changing your thought patterns to support a more positive state of mind takes time and hard work. I've shared with you, if you have to repetition something in, you have to have the same level of vigor and stick to itness to repetition it out. But I'm going to share with you some things here that you can begin to focus on and implement that will truly help you get past this. Gonna be five different items I'm gonna share with you. Number one, don't believe everything you think. Your mood can easily blur your vision. Be mindful about how you're feeling. When something crosses your path, family, you don't have all of the details, but you find that you're having this sensation to go with this thought to go with this conclusion. If you haven't taken the time to slow yourself down, to really understand the emotion that may be present or the feelings, and if you haven't stopped long enough to really gain an appreciation for what's going on inside of you, when you're attempting to bring some sort of deduction to the forefront, You're going to be impaired if you don't have all the facts, particularly if feelings and emotions are in play. So take some time. Settle down. Don't just go with whatever you start to believe based on what you see or impartiality, the little component that you've heard. Don't go with that immediately. Don't believe everything you think. Collect all of the facts, and then after you have collected all of the facts, then you can come to a reasonable deduction after you've settled yourself down and you've also weighed the impact that your feelings and emotions and mood might be playing on your ability to come to a sound, solid conclusion. Number two, we want you to avoid focusing on negative. This podcast has a tremendous focus on mindset. We're saying in the vast majority of our episodes in very different ways is that if you can get your mindset squared away, and that is 
to replace a negative mental mindset with a positive mental mindset to go from a place where you were glass half empty in your viewpoints, your focal lens for life, if you will, and go to one that is glass half full, you're going to be setting yourself up to do some things that the vast majority of people will not do. If we decide to disregard the positive and instead concentrate on the unfortunate aspects of whatever situation we're being presented with, worse, even dwelling on them and forgetting about any of the victories that have led up to this point, that's going to demoralize you. That's going to weigh very detrimentally on your emotional and your psychological well-being. We don't want to do that. Focusing on what actually can help or improve a situation by not looking exclusively at the negative, by retaining a positive mental mindset, is going to help you improve all of your cognitive functions. The end result of that is you're going to begin to see the empowerment that a positive mental mindset can have on how you think and the deductions or conclusions you can make for yourself, for your life, for your pursuits, if you can just avoid focusing on the negative. If you have a hard time speaking kindly to yourself, give this a try. Instead of focusing on limitations, think about what a supportive friend would say to you to contradict this negative line of thinking. And if you can get comfortable doing that, I call it talking back to yourself. If you can get comfortable talking back to yourself using the converse of what the automatic negative thinking is telling you to calm yourself down, to get you out of that negative place, I assure you, This alone is worth you listening to this podcast. Number three, I want you to ban overgeneralizations. Some might say, well, what's an overgeneralization? That's when we conclude that what we have observed or what we know to be true for some cases is true in all cases. And I have to share with you that. I used to do this in my 20s. You would not believe back during that period, I was still suffering the effects of trauma. One of the effects of trauma is this style of thinking. How many times have we concluded on the basis of a single misstep or a failure that we will always fail? Or that we are a failure. These are absolutely horrible things to have to contend with on a day-to-day basis. This is a mental habit we all would benefit from breaking. Discovering ourselves with repeated and untrue thoughts. Like, nobody cares about me or I'm never going to be able to achieve this. This is not helpful and it only perpetuates this spiral 
that we're trying to get out of with these cycles or these patterns of behavior. Think about your vocabulary and think about some of the word selections you make. And if you can, eliminate completely words like always, never, everybody, nobody. These are red flags that indicate the need for reassessing your thinking. Number four, halt polarization. Polarization typically does not have a middle ground. It's either good or bad, perfect or failure. And what we're suggesting here, family, is that there has to be a middle ground and it's completely normal for there to be a middle ground. Black and white or all or nothing thinking involves it's a category of scenarios that we voluntarily place ourselves in that we don't need to be in. It's an extreme where there's either this or that. There's always going to be, in most cases, something in the middle. It's as if to say, if I am not good at a particular topic, there's no use for me to try to do anything because I'm no good. I'm a failure. When I was learning to ride a bike without the training wheels, I remember falling down several times. But after about six or seven of those, then I didn't fall down anymore. I was able to get my balance. Well, in this scenario with polarization, I fall down one time, I'm done. Therefore, I never learned how to ride a bike and I'm a failure. Had I had the opportunity to have a middle ground, where, okay, that one didn't work out, but I have an idea. I'm going to get back up. I'm going to try it again. That's a middle ground. The middle ground allows you to benefit from your errors, from your mistakes, from your missteps. Dust yourself up, off, dust yourself off, get up, and then get back in whatever you need to be a part of. And it doesn't limit you to these two extremes, happy, sad, failure, expert. In scenarios like this, it's wise to remind ourselves that the world is made of shades and people who are all good or all bad are extremely rare. And the same goes for the obstacles that we face in our life. Much like the example I just shared, this could apply to anything that we are trying to pursue. Failure is not final. We've said that in a number of our episodes and many have written in and said they concur. Having said that, let's concur to halt polarization. Number five, question catastrophizing. Some people call this worst case scenario thinking where noticing one unfavorable fact or an unfortunate situation and allowing those things to like snowball into something that is way overdone, way blown out of proportion with all sort of, you know, hypothetical circumstances that more than likely will never play out. And it calls for, you know, making a mountain out of a molehill, literally. 
I used to have a good friend of mine when I was in the armed services that would do this. Every time we had to go out and train in the field, you know, he would just create some of the worst situations that you could fathom. And he was just in his mind so certain that these things were going to take place. And none of them never happened. But the scary part of catastrophizing is even if it doesn't come to pass because it's so deeply embedded into our subconscious and how we form opinions, deductions, and conclusions, it's still able to persist even though they don't come to pass. You know, when you predict calamities and ask how probable each individual event in the chain is when you're worrying yourself literally to death, the likelihood is so low that if you understood it, you would never do it again. So let's understand it. It's 1585. And so I think armed with that fact, you can undo a tremendous amount of anxiety that's rooted in this particular style of thinking. You can free yourself right now and go free, not having to deal with this any longer. But I want to recap these four ways that we perpetuate these negative cycles. We talked about personalizing when it's not you, it's me becomes your mantra. If something bad occurs, you automatically blame yourself. Filtering. You magnify the negative aspects of a situation and filter out all of the positive ones. And then catastrophizing. You automatically anticipate the worst no matter what. And then finally polarizing. You see things only as either good or bad. There's no middle ground. It's the feeling that you have to be perfect or you're a total failure. Here's the homework. Take a little time. Go into the area where you do your meditation, where you do your quiet time, where you can break away from the family and have some cycles that are dedicated to you. Think about personalizing, filtering, catastrophizing, and polarizing. And ask yourself earnestly, do I do any of these? If the answer is yes, allow your mind to recall the last couple of times that you've done one of these, hopefully not more, but if so, write them all down. And we'll tackle them one by one. Ask yourself honestly, when's the last time I've done these? Allow your mind to bring them back to your retention or to your memory and Begin to work through them systematically after you have identified which of the four prevalent in your life. You're going to then work through this process. You're going to not believe everything you think. You're going to avoid focusing on the negative. You're going to ban overgeneralization. You're going to halt polarization and you're going to question catastrophizing. If we truly want to break the cycle, and I know we do, all you need to do is follow these steps. 
it's important not just to increase our awareness of how we might think about a certain thing and subconsciously deploy one of these four tactics that keep us in the cycle, but more so to reflect on how we respond. Remember, feeling and emotions play a part in how we interpret what's going on. Settle yourself down. Come to understand what it is that you're feeling. And then look at one of these four areas that keeps us in the cycle. And then let's do the homework. Break free today. Make it a commitment today to stop repeating these old patterns that don't serve you. Make a commitment today to invest time in you to get out of what could be something you could pass on to your children or perhaps have already passed on to your children. It's time to break the cycle. It's time to get off of this ride and get on a positive mental mindset so we can break negative cycles and close out this specific area so we are then free to pursue our goals, our dreams, and our aspirations free from the power of negative cycles. And that's going to conclude this episode. Thank you for your time and attention. We do ask that you share this episode on in your Instagram stories and tag me on IG at your thought life, Y O R thought life, no spaces. Feel free to leave a comment. I want to remind you that you are enough, you can do it. You are uniquely equipped to realize your goals. Until next time, take care and be safe.